Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show. Smackdown. It is the year of our Lord, the 4th of January. 2001. One space odyssey. That's right, the first one on 2001. Uh, so, hello, bonjour, and a fine uh, Jen Dobry. It's a nice Polish person that we bumped into outside of a uh, recording last week. Oh, yeah. In case they're listening. Mike, Did I forget their name? name? Ma- Michael. Michael, there we go. Hi, it's Michael. We finished recording. Jen uh, Dobry. <laughs> well, that's lovely, that. So, twice now, so <laughs> I think I'm sure it's flinching with every time I, I've went, said it. Went to school with a kid called Jen Dobry. Did you? No. That was it. That was the bit. That was the... Don't worry, it only gets worse. <laughs> Bob the Builders, Can We Fix It? is still number one. Come on. Come on. Unbreakable. That film. <laughs> with Bruce Willis. And he's really hard. I know it. He's still unbreakable. Number one. Nice. The Beatles. Number one. Still number, number one. one. Mm, I think it'll be very exciting here. <laughs> oh, here we go. The BBC reality show Castaway 2000 comes to an end as the participants leave the island of Tarrensay. Tarrensay, I think there's in Scotland. Tarrensay. I don't remember this when it was a thing. No, I know but Castaway. I wish I did because I think I had to put 2000 on so no one thought, you know, to be Tom Hanks and a coconut. Issues. Radio Times identified several issues with the execution of the Castaway programme. Cast, it argued that 36 cast members was too large. Filming, it was believed that having too few cameras meant too many crucial moments were missed. Press attention, prior to broadcast, journalists managed to learn of issues such as the flu outbreak, resulting in negative press and an attempted incursion by boat. Jeebus. Visitors, with the mainland visible from Terence and an established community on nearby Harris, it proved impossible to prevent the frequent intermingling of castaways with locals who allegedly even attended parties and exchanged goods. The body on the island had been regularly being visited by passing sailors and tourists, attracted by the natural beauty prior to the show, and producers were ultimately unable to stop this from continuing during the show, allegedly concealing from viewers the fact that hundreds of visitors had signed its visitor book by the end of the year. No way. Departures. Some castaways were permitted to leave temporarily for funerals, etc., while others successfully left the island for good. One attempted escape became the subject of a massive press circus, including a speedboat chase, <laughs> subjecting the show to ridicule. I don't know about you, this show sounds amazing. It sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Information. Contrary to the rules, castaways were able to smuggle mobile phones onto the island and a communal radio was set up in a community kitchen. 
Castaways, allowed to leave temporarily, also brought back information from the outside world. <laughs> will be invaded by ants. Uh, conditions. The decision to expose castaways to foul weather in a bleak landscape was deemed to have produced a grim experience for viewers of the resulting footage. <laughs> Non-cooperation. In addition to those who departed in protest of the conditions, some of the other castaways decided not to cooperate and instead revolt against producers, declaring themselves the Tarrant Say Five and erecting a self-designed flag from their pod and deciding not to take part in filming. This, le- this led to a deep division in the community by the end of the experiment between those who did and did not cooperate. <laughs> Gee, this is amazing. Why Why are we doing a podcast on this show? Exactly. It gave, it gave the world Ben Fogle as a uh, presenter. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a negative what or a positive. We, what more could we want? So Castaway 2000. Sounded amazing. Was probably crap. <laughs> also on the 4th of January, the popular classic children's characters Bill and Ben returned to TV with a brand new slow stop-motion animated series on BBC One. The series featured the voice of comedian John Thompson. Oh, John Maybe Thompson's in... a great voice actor. Yes. What else has he done? He was Ken the oh, Landlord man. in Men Behaving Badly. Oh, He was okay. also in Cold Feet. Right. Uh, he was in The Fast Show as like a bit... Sort of like a bit character and like just numerous bit roles. John Thompson. He was. He was okay. John Thompson was. Welcome to Jazz Club. Nice. Oh yeah, there that's John. That Thompson. John. Oh, Cold Feet. John Thompson. Yeah, there he Cold Feet. John Thompson. So every episode of John. Uh, so John Thompson of Cold Feet. You think I'd know who the characters are? <laughs> yeah. So he was doing the voice of uh, Philip Flobble. Oh, that's. Really a, I like the return of Bill and Ben. That was that was nice. I, me- I remember it happening. I remember my, my yeah. mum being quite chirpy about it because it's like, oh, I used to watch Bill and Ben as a kid. Yeah, that's what my mum was it- like because uh, we had she had a Watch with Mother VHS tape, oh. and that reference is probably the oldest thing we have referenced <laughs> on this show. If you added up all the people who watched this show's ages and put them together, it still would only be half the age. <laughs> of Bill and Ben, Watch with Mother. Mind you, I shared. Um, I did. A, I did a very clever tweet. I did a very clever tweet. Um, you know, when all that stuff was happening about the about what's her face meeting her husband. <laughs> yeah, full disclosure. I'm a bit hungover today, so my God, brain's a bit. You know, slow. I mean, the husband. The, the I am weed line. Oh yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, that was it. That was, she was talking about meeting Machine Gun Kelly, and he said, "Oh, she walked don't, in the room." Don't tell me. She you walked did. in the room and went, "It's like." He'd been smoking weed, and he went, I am weed. And that was the moment that she fell in love with him, apparently. So I just shared a picture of Bill and Ben. (laughs) Just for I am weed. That's how they meant to go. Okay, that's actually pretty good. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm sure it was worth the 10 likes. (laughs) 11, actually. (laughs) That is how I rate how well I'm doing in life. (laughs) Likes and retweets. There's a comedian who you did a... I won't say his name because he's not very well liked, but... I did like it. You did a joke that just no one laughed at. And he went, without even pausing, just went, you'll get it later, you thick bastards. <laughs> That's what I feel like. I'm going to tweet, like, it's like all the courtesy likes. So I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I can't imagine what that would be like to, to, to have a joke bomb like that. Did I tell you about the time? <laughs> Go on. That Mike Powell got a phone call from Triple H. <laughs> No, you haven't, Tom. <laughs> Why don't you tell us all right now? Uh, so Mike Powell. What's in- good buying, Polish? <laughs> Mike Powell in logistics. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> takes the calls Triple H and says, "Hey, we've um, we've, uh, we've got the checkbook. We're gonna we're gonna. Do you want to buy a wrestling? <laughs> don't look at me like that. 
<laughs> like I'm a national hair in a Spanish omelette. <laughs> and okay, and he says, We're gonna we're gonna buy a wrestling promotion. Hey, do you wanna get involved? To which Triple H says, Doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> Subverted. <laughs> Subverted. Subverted. Is that it? With the hand gesture and everything. The show subversion. Subverted. And the judo chop in case anyone looks at me strangely. Chop straight Which is most of the audience right now. Oh, well, hello. thank you very much for telling us that and turning pink at the same time, Tom. Do not adjust the sentence oh, on your I'm, camera. I'm not in a good place today. Tell me about it. It could be worse, though. On the 5th of January, a report by the Department of Health suggests that Dr. Harold Shipman, convicted of 15 murders a year ago, Why is this got dark quick? may have killed more than 300 patients. Oh, I can't believe those dirt sheets. <laughs> and the big game this week is RuneScape. How did you fucking go from Harold Shipman to RuneScape? He's he's the uh, he's the divas match before the main event. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever. I don't think you'll ever. You will not find. I challenge you to find a podcast that that promises you classic SmackDown coverage and gives you Harold Shipman followed by RuneScape. Well, I wanted to end on uh, Shipman, but then I remembered I'm not a pensioner. So. RuneScape, the game has had over 200 billion accounts created, is recognized by Guinness World Records as the world's largest, most updated free MMORPG. None of you are listening to this right now, are you? But all that was happening in the <laughs> disgusting is... world of uh, the first week of 2001. Are we recording this? Is this I is, don't know. Is someone, is, has this gone out? Perhaps it's better we don't release it. <laughs> but that was what was happening in uh, the first week of January 2001. It was. What was happening oh. in the world of wrestling? That's the question you've clicked <laughs> to find out. And don't worry, we will get to it eventually. <laughs> for Bill and Ben and murders. Uh, you want to see the dulcet tones of Matthew? He joined us always by his lovely hungover companion. Hello. Dib, dib, dib. Dub, dub, dub. It's Tom, Tom Campbell. <laughs> this is the Cuddle Classic Smackdown review. Tom, I'll ask how you are, but your face I am on says top a of thousand the... words. <laughs> and all of them are, ooh. <laughs> I'm on top of the world, matey. I'm on top of the world. So, um, uh, went out. Um, I won't blame Pachiti for this. I went out for a, like a, quick, a quick drink with Adam Pachiti. What tends to happen is I'm one of those people that will say to a mate, hey, let's, let's go and have a, let's go have a quick drink. And then it becomes all the drinks. <laughs> all the night. It's, it's not that I never knowingly go out, like, you know, people who have the banter, oh, I'm going to go get battered. I, I, I've never uh, subscribed to that idea. I think that's boring banter. It's just the case of whenever I'm out with people, like we have such a nice time, like the evening flows and the drink flows and don't really think about it. And before you know it, you're, you're, in, a, you're in a bar, you're in a bar drinking whiskey, smoky old fashions until like midnight. And you go, oh no, I have to be up in the morning. Yeah. This is, this is a big problem. <laughs> but sometimes you get that I'm tired level and your brain goes in different places and actually all right. Yeah. That's what I tell myself. I'm I'm fine, although like the, the opening preamble, the laughing has made my head pulsate there. So we're gonna we're gonna push through regardless. Again, Tom we're asked here me to work. Tom asked me, can you do this time? I I'm did, hundred like, percent right. did, and so it's all on me that I That's went right. out last night. I made an adult decision to do that, but we're here. We're gonna give you value for money. You're gonna get. <laughs> 
I'll now you're just telling lies. I will, I will tell you, I'll give you full disclosure of, of kind of like mentally how I'm not quite clicked in today, right? Because I got in early and went, right, okay, I'll, let's, guess, let's, uh, let's watch Smackdown for this week. So I wrote, I watched, okay, so it's this episode. Because I remember, I remember we talked about that last week. So did the, all my notes, all my notes, all my notes. Came down here, you said the date, and I went, oh, oh, we didn't do that one yet. I've already made notes for that one. <laughs> So I've now watched the next episode oh. of SmackDown we're going to do. So no, it was it's the best scenario because you said the date and I just went cold. Like <laughs> I just I went, oh, I watched the wrong episode. And then I went, no, 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 no. It's just I think I've watched, I, I think we've already done the podcast. Yeah. But then we ended up not being able to do it last week. But I past Tom has already compiled all his notes. Oh. So well done, past Tom. Does past Tom put down notes for future Tom, like past Matthew? <laughs> Some, what, what, what tends to happen? <laughs> if Pacini offers you a drink, say no. <laughs> you, I'll always leave, if I'm doing an interview, I'll leave notes for future Tom for edit, uh, just so you can find it. And I'll wish future Tom a good day. That's good. I used to write on some of them. Uh, pause here for a laugh. If it doesn't get a laugh, just keep on going. <laughs> get it but i quite like when it doesn't get a laugh and it's just all right <laughs> well i liked it yeah you know. <laughs> a father ted character well i've had my fun that's all that matters <laughs> yeah. so tom just a reminder because you may need it with your little broken head yes and this is the part of the show where you let us know what was happening in the observer uh, no. but do you have the notes for i do this? oh that's great i then. do i Good. do i was preambling to help you get I, there, I, but I, you I, don't need any help no, because they're ready to go pro. they're ready to go i'm well, happy that you and uh, she had a, some nice time outside of work, oh so. god yeah it was lovely it was that it was, so it was a really nice evening smoky old fashions oh that's probably the healthiest thing he's had all month <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, yeah this is the guy who 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 said when we did an episode of the Cultaholic podcast during lockdown, he said that he had uh, Ribena ice lollies for, for for dinner one night. I was like, mate, mate, come on, <laughs> let's let's get you like, sorted. You laugh like, and then you're like, oh, he's, kid- he's not kidding. He's not kidding. It's, it's like, a shoot. Oh, it's a, that was a shoot comment. He's shoddingly shot. Bless him. Like, was it was it Ribena ones? It was like fruit, oh, fruit, fruit pastel lollies. That was Sad it. that I remember that. He had a pack of fruit pastel lollies for dinner. I was like, oh, mate, come on. Please have a proper dinner. Yeah. Meals are relatively Mix easy it up. to... Ha- have a few fabs here and there. <laughs> yeah. Mix up your diary maybe with an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. At least it's a sandwich. That feels more food than fruit pasta lollies. Good God. Oh, gross. Right. King of context, what was happening? Oh, before I do, before we do that. Oh, okay. How are you? Oh, I'm uh, I'm wonderful. I haven't asked you how you are, so I wanted to make sure you were I right. said I was pretty dead this weekend, but today and yesterday I feel great. Yeah, so it's lovely. I'm in perfect form for this. You seem on top of the world, so which is yeah. nice. I like it. It's nice I'm trying to, to focus on the positives. There's so many of them in my life. There, re- you know what? There really is. And like I thought this in the last week, where like so much went, so much happened last week um, to the point where we couldn't do the SmackDown podcast. We couldn't squeeze it in. But like, yeah, God. like why was that though? Because of laziness or drunkenness? No, because you had Big E. I had to have a chat with Big E. Didn't of course, I? you did. People are like, all right, you know what, mate, that's fine. I'd, I'd, I'd arrange a little chat with the, the WWE champion, Biggie. <laughs> like, the brand new debut of the SmackDown, sorry, the Coldaholic Velocity review. Like, <laughs> oh, don't. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Quite like watching Velocity. Maybe, wait, is, I don't know how much of it's on the network. Maybe we start incorporating. A bunch of them are. So if we get to 04, we'll see what happens. I quite like the idea of doing something based on Velocity. We finally see the, you know, the FBI get together. Oh. And by the FBI, I mean Nunzio <laughs> and Big Vito in a dress. Oh, that happened, didn't it? 
That did happen on Velocity. FBY. Oh, bless. W H Y. Oh, nice. So I like what, it. I like what, it. What? 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 Oh, what? 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 Was happening? What? Okay, so from the wrestling world, ECW uh, looks like it's about to be sold. So, citing a number of factors well, from the Observer. This, I'm just going to quietly you, shut that door. Nobody will, nobody will know. Citing a number of factors, including the enormous pressure he's been under over the past year, according to the Wrestling Observer, the large company debt, and what, see, what he sees as the future landscape of the business changing, Paul Heyman said he was in serious negotiations to sell either a majority share or all of Extreme Championship Wrestling. Heyman, who has said his views have changed greatly over the past three months, uh, where they look like they might just sort of keep ticking over. He's now gone on record to say that he's uh, recognized the company at the size it's at uh, really can't survive the changing pro wrestling landscape. It's too small to be a big boy. It's too big to be a small boy. And uh, it's it's not looking like a good time ahead. Next week, because I've prepped my notes for next week, next week you and I will sit here and we will talk about the final ever ECW shows, hmm. one that comes out of Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff, yes. The infamous Pine Bluff. Wonderful final. little name for a place. It's lovely, isn't it? And that's the last time. So, so the end of ECW is is getting very, very oh. close. It's, and WCW uh, also looks like it could be being sold, as well as uh, Eric Bischoff and Fusion Media are very close to purchasing the company Lock, Stock and Barrel. We'll have more on that next week as well. But that's going to uh, say, do you think they awkwardly like, hey, hey, Heyman, yeah, Bischoff, can, can I talk to you of a thing with the company? Oh, few and both of them going up. Let's say at the same time, you're looking to buy the company. Oh, <laughs> you too. Oh, god, this is awkward. What a scary time, like in wrestling, like with like. Oh, I mean, I mean, right. ECW disappearing, WCW. Uh, I mean, I mean, the, at this point in time, it still looks like WCW is going to be all right. The thought of WWE dying, even with the awful numbers, it's like, yes, but it's Ted Turner's money. Yeah. No, it wasn't Ted Turner's money anymore. That's it was it. AOL Time Warner's money. And uh, Ted Turner's famously said on a few times, I'd rather go through all of my divorces again at the same time than go through that merger. It's one of the, oh. these colossal train wrecks. Books have been written about how bad the Time Warner AOL merger was. Uh but I'm quite yes. intrigued by it. I'm, I've, I've seen an audio book about it, which I may, oh, okay. I may purchase just out of my own, just just for personal interest. Yeah, the yeah. idea is, hey, two mega things come together to create a big mega thing, right? And it's like, oh, we're oh. very, very different companies, and no, the synergy thing that people keep on using, no, the absolute opposite happens. So yeah, it's 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 yeah. Too, it's too many cooks and all that jazz. Yeah. But but I, I, I want to I want to find out more about it. I do like Bischoff has said many times, and he's recapped this and gone, well, yeah. Him and Fusion Media got together and they said, you will this, this, this for this much. All right, cool, we're good. He goes, yeah, but I'll give you any TV time. He's like... And that's it. And, that- and Bishop going, without TV time, the deal wasn't worth $5. You know? <laughs> hey, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. have to get to that as we get to it because it looks as if for the moment TV time is going to happen, possibly yeah. on TBS, but we'll we'll see you next week uh, again, if the least, deal goes through. And at least for Vince, at least he had that thought in mind for things like the network, which he'd been planning for decades before it happened. And say, yeah, but I need lots of stuff to go on it. So it's like, wow, why has he bought that and that? That's really... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Shrewd. fair enough, pal. It was very, very... A lot, of people, a lot of conversation about possibly WWE buying the Ring of Honor tape library. I think almost Ring... Uh, yeah, Ring of Honor, or Sinclair Media, I guess, is like doing little puppy eyes, like, 
oh, if only there was a billionaire <laughs> who was also a smock, <laughs> who we have video footage of in the crowd going, ROH could buy this head that oh, we like, oh, I die. Oh, at Tony Khan, at Tony Khan. <laughs> we think we're being too subtle with the previous comments, sorry. Um, the, yeah. um, so more on WCW next week. Uh, obviously, there's a little thing there just as a, a Heyman saying, the changing landscape of professional wrestling. We can't survive. Does he mean, uh-oh, we have to pay the wrestlers now? Yeah, in this new, in this brave new world, you pay the wrestlers, and it's uh, it's not gone down well with Big Paul. <laughs> there, yeah, I, the, it, the whole thing sucks with ECW because they 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 spent so much money just to just to try and get up there, and they were never going to be up there. And yeah, too big to be small, too small to be big. Exactly. Uh, w, I mean, I, I like the idea maybe ECW folding into WCW. That could possibly be a thing at this point. That's still a conversation because obviously if WCW is being rebooted and if the sale goes through, you know, you, you can look at getting some new talent and you're not short of talent from ECW. I think it's weird that we're talking about like the, the closure of ECW so close to the closure of Ring of Honor in the real world because that was it's a similar situation where hmm. you've got this amazing... Uh, on the whole, amazing lot of talent who are suddenly just going to have nowhere to go. And it's finding homes for these new people. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, for all its faults, ECW at this point had like Rob Van Dam just about. They had Jerry Lynn just about. They had Rhino. They had. <laughs> they didn't have Jerry. Yeah, I was going to say just about. Jerry Lynn had to be coerced into working the last pay-per-view. Yeah. Because he was owed money. Yeah, so they were just just yeah. about still in there and getting on TV or, get, or, or getting. They weren't on TV there. at this point. But then they did not have even like a, like the a hardcore network thing. TV deal. It was never called hardcore TV, but whatever. Um, that had ended by this point. Oh yes, because WWE had WWF are back on TNN, aren't they? So no, sorry, the two things. He should have been on TNN. Oh. That, that, that's long gone. But then the hardcore TV that they would show syndicated in Philadelphia. That yeah, that to make it no one. It's very sad. Times. So they have no TV, no pay. Well, no, they had announced pay per view for March. Would have been no TV, and, no. Uh, cable. Oh, maybe it was February because we we're doing about whatever. But anyway, the point is, it doesn't happen. Uh, the Monday Night War uh, for, between WWF and WCW very much over at this point. Like Raw is just obliterating yeah. Nitro, except in Germany, uh-huh. where the war is alive and well. <laughs> So, oh, Tom. ratings... No, the Monday Night War, that wasn't even a joke. Ratings in Germany are a lot closer between right. WWF and WCW than in other parts of the world. As as the la- as of the last numbers we have, Raw was doing 230,000 viewers, SmackDown was doing 300,000 viewers, and Thunder was doing 200,000 viewers. So, it's quite close still in Germany. Like, the, the, but Germany has an amazing wrestling fan base. They do, they do. They're so, uh, they, I love... Uh, the German fans at WXW shows and stuff. They're great. Yeah. They're and a you know, good bunch. I will plug in them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, like the fact that, yeah, like, they'll go over and go as well. What helped WF in the early 90s? The European tours and the popularity of Bret Hart. Yeah. Places like England and Germany. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, Mark Madden has been fired by WCW over Christmas. Oh, no. Uh, plenty of controversy around this one. On the 27th of December, Mark Madden was fired by WCW. Uh, as informed by Craig Leathers, I believe he works with Mike Powell in logistics. Uh, he was fired for making statements on the air regarding the sale of WCW. A remark that he'd made oh. back a few months ago on one of the shows in Australia as a passing inside joke, where he was told not to do so again, and he hadn't since, and then he did it again. He was also making comments about Scott Hall on, on WCW television as well. <laughs> yeah, and they'd been told... By oh, what was that woman? 
Lisa, somebody be told like, yeah, don't don't mention Scott Hall. Dude. He's not coming back. And then Kevin Nash just went out with Scott Hall, Scott Hall, Scott Hall. So she started censoring, <laughs> basically censoring Kevin Nash. That, so me and my it. friend Radio Edit. <laughs> so he told, don't mention the sale, and he mentioned it again. I mean, come on, man. He spent yeah. the entire career in WWE like prodding the bear. So yeah. So Mark Madden's away from the company. What are your thoughts on Mark Madden's run in WCW? He had some little moments where he was a breath of fresh air, and then. Sometimes he was a breath of stale air mm. because he was very, very loud. And sometimes you want that from a commentator and sometimes you don't. The yes. commentator should always draw the line under the action of the ring, not draw a line through it. Ah, and often Mark Madden would make it all about himself. Uh, but yeah, there were times he was quite funny. So you I'm should, not going to say he was the worst commentator of all time, but... You should compliment the action. Yeah, as opposed to comment himself, but yeah, I I almost like his his way of just constantly digging at people and annoying people and WWE and lasting that long. Yeah, annoying Mean Gene. He had that little feud with him where Mean Gene um, said he was going to do something on the on the hotline and then didn't. So Madden called it a scab. <laughs> oh, and insinuated that Mean Gene maybe he forgot to say it because he's got Alzheimer's oh. and he had to apologize. Everybody, yeah, there were two hotlines feuding with each other. Like, basically, it was amazing. It's just, it's, it's bubbles within bubbles. Yeah, and it was like 96. So the <laughs> fact they lasted another few years and just went up and up in the world with commentary and everything else like that. Yeah, fair, fair play for, for, like, you know, not, not towing the line. One more uh, little bit of uh, a wrestling curiosity for this week. Uh, Hulk Hogan in the news, kind of, sort of. Uh, NWA Florida... Uh, doing a show in Tampa on the 17th of January. Uh-huh. And this week, uh, they uh, have announced it'll, uh, the main event will be Mike Rapada and oh, Sabu. God, the guy who bought the NWA title. That's I mean, him. Sorry. For, he's gonna, they're forming a team, and they're going to face Horace Hogan and a mystery partner. Uh, NWA, NWA Florida are teasing that this mystery partner for Horace Hogan will be, quote, a former world champion who is an icon and a real American. Basically teasing Hulk Hogan, which is the it's not happening. It'll never be Hogan. Did you know who it was? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Should we, should we reveal time world champion? From world champion, an icon, and a real American. And not, an, is it someone who's not under contract? Do we still? Not under contract. Do An icon, a real American, a former world heavyweight champion, an icon, and a real American. Barry, no, no, he was in the contract. Now Barry Wyndham. On the world champion. Well, no, you know what? I'm setting my sights way too high. Go on, who was it? Okay. Former world champion. Mm. <laughs> An icon. Mm. And a real American. <laughs> Come on, hit me. Hit me. Dan Seven. <laughs> and the crowd goes mild. I would have been excited to see Dan Seven. <laughs> If they hadn't promoted, <laughs> insinuated it was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like the, the, the binary opposite of Hulk Hogan. Like, if you do a negative image of Hulk Hogan, Dan Seffron comes up. <laughs> I just, I wish I was in the crowd. Here is this icon and real American. Horace Hogan knows him. Dan Seffron. <laughs> That feels like it feels like a classic SmackDown review punchline, mm. <laughs> like like yeah, a, yeah. a bit of anti humor. But it was a real thing that happened in two thousand and one. Yeah, it's 
like that episode of Pokemon where they go, can you identify the silhouette of this Pokemon? It's perfectly round. He goes, uh, Voltorb? He goes, no, it's a Jigglypuff reviewed from above. It's like, what? <laughs> Bullshit Pokemon TV series. It's a perfect circle. And you go, is it Voltorb? No, it's Dan Severin. No, <laughs> That's seven. Like, <laughs> with the graphic change, so his face is all round. John? No, no, no. You, who's that Pokemon? It's Dan Severin. Thanks, John. John's like, I'm not even going to do the stuff that happens on SmackDown now. I'm doing the news. <laughs> we haven't started talking about SmackDown. No. <laughs> yes. We can start talking about it now. Say God from Monty Python. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. <laughs> These that was a bit of humor. It wasn't just a string of pussy jokes. <laughs> Oh, do you want some pre-Smackdown notes? Oh, God, please. <laughs> this is actually connected to Smackdown. Oh, is it? Uh, so first off for Heat, Taz beat Raven in a non-title match on Heat. So they're still doing Yeah, it. that's still a thing. After the match, uh, the 24-7 rule in effect sees Crash Holly run out and try and pin Raven. Taz suplexes Crash and Raven. Ra- Raven runs away. Uh, Jackie also came out of her top momentarily on Heat. <laughs> No doubt to be edited off in a match where she beat Molly Holly. This is from The Observer. Acolytes beat Kai and Tai very quickly three times in a row. Every time Kai and Tai lost, they did the voiceover shtick challenging to an immediate rematch to which they lost again very quickly. So some bants from Sunday Night Heat. Hey. There you go. No other notes in terms of like dark match debuts and stuff. We know that... Um, we know that... Around this time, they've done a couple of dark matches with Prototype. They're very keen on this guy, Prototype. More on him in a, in a year's time. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's Dan Severin. <laughs> Those are all my notes, anyway. Let's go over to Matthew Gregg, who will talk us through this week's episode of SmackDown, Severin. Thank you. <laughs> Riddy wee, Riddy woo. I don't know why that long pause made me laugh. <laughs> no, not Bill and Ben having a conversation with each other. It's the introduction to SmackDown. You leave a bracket for laughter in that. No. Well deserved. No, I don't think I'll need to have any notes this week. <coughs> Last Monday, Stephanie demands Austin head to her office. It better be about my title shop. <laughs> Steph says, it is. You're the beer vendor tonight. And if you don't sell all the booze, you'll never get a title shot, ever. <laughs> to which he throws a bin at her. That's even better than that. You should have thrown a bin at her. Austin then beats up the previous beer seller, who Austin's just taken the job of, uh, to get some heat back. And not because he's a dick. Oh, no. <laughs> Stephanie then catches Austin eating a hot dog. And Austin apologizes. He's just having issues with a mustard bottle. Splurt noise <clears throat> all over Steph. Austin then sells all the beer and wonders where his shot is. Steph asks, how the hell did you sell all that beer so quickly? And we get a shot of the Titan Tron of the APA happy and drunk. Because... He didn't specify how much you had to sell it for. Exactly. It's sort of like a book. Nice. Steph's like, all right, all right, all right. You did the job tonight, so tonight it's you getting your title shot against William Regal for the European title. Yay! Austin getting a a shot of the European title. What a dream. Steph gets disrobed again, which is a bit odd in the repetitiveness. And anyway, Steph's the guest ref for Austin versus Regal. 
and she makes the slow count, so Austin kicks her outside the ring, the same way you'd kick your dog off the couch. <laughs> Hebner shows up, but Regal punts him out the ring, so Seth shows up again to quick pin a schoolboy roan-up. Then Steph gloats about it on the ramp, and Austin hates a gloater. So they're redoing Vince versus Austin as Steph versus Austin, but I feel what this was needing was more Steph. <laughs> By virtue of Regal's win as well, he's in a he gets put into a triple threat. That's right. Number one contenders match on SmackDown tonight. That's right. Regal he, getting a shot at a shot at the WWE title. A shot at a shot. And we're in San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. And Jericho is here because he wants to win the IC title in Texas and blah, blah, blah. Benoit interrupts and says, oh, hey, you're not used to being interrupted, huh? How about taking your own advice, Jericho, and shut the hell up? <laughs> your funny pictures and catchphrases, these puppets eat them up. They do nothing for me. <laughs> you come out here, Jericho, and make funny jokes. I come out and I beat the hell out of you. <laughs> it is not often Benoit outmouths his opponent. It's true. He was good ring. here. Uh, but this was definitely one of those times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always beat you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lola does his job well and emphasizes the importance of this match by talking about Deborah and how this is 2001, a puppy odyssey. Oof. Need a shoehorn to get that one in. Jergo nails the bulldog, which is just trying to work down the mines in peace. <laughs> <laughs> But Mrs. Leave me be. I whip, But Mrs. The Lion Soul. The walls get locked in, but Saturn interferes to save the title. Saturn is wearing an Eddie shirt, because there isn't a Saturn shirt. We cut to Terry watching us at ringside with her nipples sticking out like a Viking helmet. <laughs> Just saying. She, uh, she, that happens a lot with Terry. Yeah, it's always cold in the very cold in Texas. <laughs> But, you know, you can't say bitch on SmackDown. <laughs> Anyways, the Hardys make the save to carry out that sweet feud, as Lola says, New Year, same champ. This was fine because they're just yeah. building up to Jericho Benoit at the Rumble, which at the time felt like they're doing this again, but it would be a banger. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm excited. yeah, solid opening match from SmackDown. Solid opening match from SmackDown. I just... Mm. They just and this is it. Like I know there's a bit like as you say, everyone's a bit like, oh, same them two again. But they just work so well. Yes. You know, it's it's like that one dinner that you could happily have like four <laughs> or five times a week. It's like still fine. What is your dinner that you could have four or five times a week? The dinner I have for oh, it would be plock fiscour. What? It is a a it is a dish that we discovered in Iceland that is dead easy to make. It's basically comforting fish mash. So it's fish, ah. and milk, and onions, and, and potato, and it's huh. just—it's dead easy to make. I might make it tonight. It's dead easy to make, and I could just quite happily just sit there and eat it. Like I've made it for myself, and I've made it when I'm with Alex. So it's one of their meals that I just like to make. It's dead easy to do. Bit of halibut or or mackerel. Um, mm. Some on- chop some onions, uh, boil potatoes, mash them all up, uh, skin all the fish. <laughs> Chop it all up, break it all up, pop it in, mix it around, spices, some seasoning, salt. <laughs> salt. Oh, so 32 grand, right? Salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and eat it in your mouth. It's lovely. 
Thank you, other thank you Adam, <laughs> the, the step-by-step notion, including putting in mouth. Put in mouth, eat nice. I think it's just to remind cry. yourself at this point. <laughs> cry. Cry. <laughs> cry, 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 cry. Cry, 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 cry. <laughs> do a big cry. Eat, eat a mash. Eat a mash, do a big cry. Thank you, Tom. Ten cries. What's yours? Uh, pill sandwich. No, Davey <laughs> boys, asking me. Oh, sorry. Um, I like a pasty because I can eat them down the mine. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Davey! Cool sandwich. <laughs> cool sandwich! Cut to Davey, boy, who's got two pieces of bread. <laughs> I'm <into> that. <laughs> Just singing this song. Hi ho, hi ho. It's off to eat my pills, I go. The mines, the mines in the northwest. <laughs> Bret Hart, I don't think Bret Hart truly knows the the what wonderful thing he's done for our podcast by suggesting that in the Calgary Sun, that if it wasn't for the Hart family, Davy Boy Smith would still be working down the Wigan mines. <laughs> Every time Davy Boy goes there, he goes, they're boiling up again. <laughs> Idiot. I thought that our bulldog banter peaked at where's my title shot. It's very rare that a character comes back into the four on yeah. uh, on this podcast for a basic a sequel that could potentially uh, sell sell out more tickets than the first. Yeah, <laughs> a box office smash as a sequel. You, you know what it is? It's because Conan XP just did his like compendium of clips. Oh yes, he did a best of. That's got to be. He did a best of. I was remembering all the like. Oh yeah, when we used to like rag on these people, but most of them are gone now. Yeah. So, Test is playing games with Albert anymore. Kane's yeah. Kane's been a monster. Yeah. Serious Kane, you know, the least interesting Kane for the podcast, but the best in terms of wrestling. And Bulldog's gone. But but he stays on in our hearts as he's back in exactly. the Wigan market. can't let him be forgotten. He'll never, he will never be forgotten. He'll never be forgotten. I'm going to move this microphone because I can just see it's in the camera shot on the Patreon. <laughs> it's Camry, the camera. <laughs> Camry. Da, 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 da. We regret to inform you, Camry the Camera will not be appearing due to legal reasons. We regret to inform you, Camry the Camera Remember Camry the Camera? Radio edit. Radio edit. And he did the radio edit. Ah, it's good. If you want to pay to see a little bit where I move as a bit of equipment to the side, patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. That's right, because in your feature, we've recorded three episodes of Camry, the radio edit, radio edit, and they won't have to be redone like a Marty Jannetty taping in 94 or anything like that. The, the Camry, the camera um, show, very heavily edited for 2021. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't say that nowadays, can you? You can't say that. Basically, one episode starts with, ah, our new neighbours. And then it cuts, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> credits. It's like, swear to God, we're watching... During the lockdown, we'll get together on Discord and watch some stuff with people. It was all like classic big game shows and stuff because we're British. It's what we do. And it's the challenge uh, TV repeats of Big Break with Jim Davidson. Right. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And we all know Jim Davidson's like, and he's there talking. He's like, he's crap banter. And then um, it's like, and uh, I forget where the guy's from, but it was something like, and now the uh, top Chinese snooker player, so-and-so. And he sits down and like, Jim Davidson looks at him and then it's a cut. And who's the third contestant? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, Scene no. Missing. Oh, right. Scene missing. Yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> Did you say something nasty? <laughs> something you can't say anymore, you know, because oh. of the dark days of 91. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Regal. 
Yeah, you know, wrestling. Regal talks to Steph on the phone as he emerges from a limo and says, no sign of Austin. It's okay. Everything's all right. And he comes off the phone. And it's then immediately attacked by Steve from the front. Amazing. So the only way this could have worked is by Regal looking at him as he charges. Unless Regal can't see Austin if he stands perfectly still. <laughs> like Austin cut in all red. <laughs> Austin, Austin was dressed as a car. <laughs> Austin is disguised as a car. Austin wearing complete a sheet of green, and he's got his own chroma key dude <laughs> running parallel to him. She's just blurry mess. And no, oh, it's Austin. But I liked Regal Regal's uh, research into is Austin here involved him getting out of the limo and looking left and right and going, no, no. Stephanie, he's not here. <laughs> Now, I've looked in two dimensions. I'll come off the call and look in the third. Oh, you see it? I can't think of any other reason. I can't think of anything in the third dimension that's in the second. Oh, my God. Charge like the, the John Cleese's knight. Austin beats him up, puts him on the limo, and then reverses out of the arena with Regal kind of holding on because it's at a bit of an angle. And if Regal didn't hold on willingly, he would have fallen off. Austin revs up the limo charges it into a giant bed full of cardboard boxes. Luckily, there was a giant bed there. Regal takes a pretty sweet-looking bump, it's got to be said. <laughs> but amazing. Not a bump that goes, oh, God, that's brutal. The bump that makes you go, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I want to have a go. At Charlie Chalks. <laughs> Regal is still moving around, so Austin decks him with a metal thing that goes clang. Oh. And now the crew of the usual idiots show up to break it up. This was a bit silly with Regal having the Klingon for his dear life, like the like some mothers do have him. <laughs> it a, did have a little bit of uh, a, li- a little bit of some mothers do have him on a limo that can't go too quick because of you know how how long they are and how <laughs> the angle of the ramp go too quick and have banged it. So if you turn the volume up as the as the limo's going towards the bed, you could just hear "Oh, Betty!" <laughs> as big bed emporium have to drive past. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> And so he gets overtaken by House of Spikes. Oh, no! <laughs> Big Jim's metal thingy industry. Oh, what a relief. Thank God you were driving past. Clang. Yeah, a bit silly here. But oh, it's, it was. The but script I, just said Austin does Austin, Austin things, and they just worked around it. I actually really like this bit. I thought it was. I thought Regal was sublime, as always. Like, oh, God, Regal's so good. Any anybody else He's doing so this thing? Good. Anybody else doing this thing? You're like, this is crap. Regal doing it. It's like, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know how far you can get behind like William Regal in terms of like making the WWF champion. I don't know if you can. Not in 2000. No. Not in there. But God, I love, I love, love, love that he's in the mix with guys like Austin and The yeah. Rock and the McMahons, and it doesn't feel forced. Like if this just feels like where he belongs. Like I think it's, it's. So, I'm so, I'm so delighted to see him working with Austin and I yeah. want to see more I think they went because we've got two suggestions for you because alright you can A you carry on wrestling Perry Saturn and Al Snow in the European title division or in a regular way B B B B B B B B B and I imagine a lot of people probably went to bat for him as well mm. like he's very he was very beloved in wrestling and he had his own troubles with with substance abuse and stuff like that yeah. um but he was very he's very loved in the industry and I, and I could imagine austin going i want to work with regal he's in the he's on the, he's in the company let's get him in yeah let's get him up here like and i love that and you can you can feel like everyone's having a good time with this it's cool 
I like it. I'll bring all the, the gang back together. Yeah. Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> all the other 93 worldwide dudes. Shane Douglas. Shane Most of the gang <laughs> back together. Edge and Christians. The, Christians, there's two of them. Ed and Christian, the tag champs, are here to commentate the following match, which will determine who they'll face at the Rumble. Completely unrelated, but Bubba put Edge through a table on Raw. So tonight, they'll be beating right to censor. <laughs> Cole surprisingly competently says right to censor never got their rematch after losing the titles at Armageddon. That's actually a good point. ANC are happy about what happened to Foley on Raw a few weeks ago because of all the times he messed with them when they were champs. This is only an acceptable match in ring, but a great match for continuity. Remember stuff that happened a few months ago? Yeah, because Foley was a... Well, actually, completely justified by what he did, but <laughs> makes complete sense for Edge and Christian to be still holding a grudge against him. Exactly, yeah. it works. Isn't it, that nice? It absolutely works. Again, I the like continuity it. around this period—you forget how good it is when you watch, until you watch Raw and go, "Oh, they just don't care what happens week to week." Yeah, they really. Keith yeah, Lee is a bit is a beer cat now. <laughs> I almost beer, said that correctly. Beer but cat. I I'd keep continuity going. <laughs> I like it. Bull lands the South African slam onto Devon who immediately nails a sweet neck breaker because screw every other move Bull had other than the leg drop, the scissors kick, and the jump up the turnbuckles. <laughs> That's all he does. I could do other stuff. No. Nope, just do that. Europe, play the final countdown and leave. <laughs> Bubba gets the hot tag and they land the don't call it the doomsday device on the good father. E&C pull Goody out the ring to prevent the 3D, but Stevie complains because he's stupid riches today. <laughs> the cousin of Kane. <laughs> and while they're bickering like old women at bingo, the duds nail Bull with the 3D to become the new number one contenders. I cannot believe it, Tom. What? What a hard-fought victory. Surely not. Bubba grabs Christian and sets him up for the WhatsApp, but RTC prevent it from happening to get back some of their... I guess you could call it heat. Something like heat. While Edge and Christian land their finishes. What do you think here, Tom? I thought it was fine. I said it means to an end. Edge and Christian on commentary were fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, ragged on Michael Cole for his haircut. Because <laughs> at this point, Michael Cole has short hair and frosted tips. It was 2001, it, all right? It was, it was, as was the style at the time. As was the style at the time. As was the you, style Matt. at the time. Um the, the the line that Christian used, which made me laugh, he's sort of talking about going to get his hair done, and he says, hey, Vidal, can you recasize me? I'm not feeling 14-year-old girl enough. <laughs> which is a great line Which Lola's ears picked up at. <laughs> Something about, no, no, no. No, 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 he's no like, he likes hairdressing, hairdressing. Not picking that scab, no chance. <laughs> yeah. Backstage, a near-death regal, bleeding from every pore, is escorted at the ambulance. I thought Austin was going to run at him and just batter I, him again. I think he did and went, oh, oh wow, he's, he's like, yeah, he's 1% away from death. <laughs> Frank, at the end of Hellraiser, didn't look as bad as Regal did from landing on a bed. It's the lead pipe that did it. It was that bang, the lead yeah. pipe that busted him. That <laughs> killed him. <laughs> Like, Larry, see you, friend. <laughs> yeah, he got a gusher there. 2004, Eddie's like, whoa, Regal, whoa. <laughs> too much, brother. Come brother. on, man. Deborah makes her first possible appearance as Mrs. Austin, encouraging yes. Austin to stop trying to blend in with the grey parking lot in his forest camo <laughs> gear. <laughs> That's why Regal didn't see him. That's why Again, he didn't see him. Just to paint a picture, it's a parking lot. It's grey on grey. We hope you see what a parking lot looks like. Austin is wearing his forest, so brown leaves camo with shorts. 
the first, the first bit of that, the first part of that uh, scene with Deborah and Steve Austin is Deborah going, Steve, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I like- and she accidentally bumps into him. Oh, God, where'd you come from? Um, yeah, this is the first time that Steve Austin and Deborah have interacted on screen since they I got married, so. I think. Possibly, yeah. They got married September 13th uh, at the Little White Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas. <laughs> Stay classy. <laughs> Little way. I can't help but feel, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that I got that Sam and Ross. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same place? Nah. Oh, but can the you just, I'll just pretend it is because I can't remember the name. Yeah. But just say the, 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 in the standing in the, the on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> they truly, truly are. Um, the general consensus of this scene is and and let's just think about this. Like the general consensus of this of Steve Austin tonight is he's gonna batter Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> That's basically all this is. Like yeah. he's going to kick the shit out of Stephanie McMahon. We'll get onto that. Yeah, but we'll yeah. we get to that very soon. And it's yeah. uh oh <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile on Raw. Rock versus Kane ended with Kurt Angle messing with The Rock and helping Kane win. Kane is winning every match now. It's awesome. Do you think they've listened to this retrospect retroactively and gone, we've got to put Kane over, he's a laughing stock? Yeah. It, it, this is. This... I'm winning, Dad! Awesome Kane. You know, the Kane who wears shades. <laughs> my cousin, Cool Kane. Yeah, rides a motorcycle. Hey, man. Oh, my God, it's Cool Kane! How you doing, Cool Kane? Just traded some money on the stocks. Oh wow! You're so cool, Kane. Cool Kane shows up. It's it's the Four Horsemen theme from Ninety Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is, Kane. Cool Kane. I hope you can teach me how to be cool one yeah. day. You can teach what I've got. Oh, you're so cool, oh. Kane. In that case, can you just take my place? <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, about those dudes were giving you trouble. Yes. Yes, please. Can do. Bear, bear, do, do. Oh my God! <laughs> Hair flowing through like <laughs> like slash in November rain. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, I wish I was as cool as Cool Kane. So tonight on Raw, it's uh, Rock versus K- Kane. One. <laughs> Whoa! What's Whoa. going on? Cool Kane's brilliant. What do you think, stupid Kane? I had a whole watermelon by accident. Oh, you're so fucking stupid, yeah. Backstage, the thing is like, oh, yeah, well, don't forget that dead crime, Inc. Support our troops. What's up with that? Uh, I'm always the bigger brother, and you... Kane's like, don't put your fucking hand on me again. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, man. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Do you need some money? Like, <laughs> whoa. Cool Kane. You love Cool Kane. Normal Kane goes up, he's like, hi, you just um, Whoa, whoa, are we, are we, are we, are we? <laughs> yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry I bullied you, Kane. Oh, that's okay. Thanks, Cool Kane. Don't mention it. Drives his car through a burning circle. In my head, I know it's the same as you, like, for Cool Kane, I'm picturing flowing hair. Yeah, yeah of course the flowing the hair. The mask on, but yeah. glasses over the top, like sunglasses over yeah. the top. Because he's driving towards the, the sunset, so he has to have those on. <laughs> but he has them on all the time, so we can differentiate. Well, except now he's yeah. playing the normal Kane. 
regular Kane. Cool Kane was so taken... cool when he set the fire that killed his parents. His parents like, ah, sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so proud of our son who burned a whole building down. All right, cool Kane. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> the burden alive. I can't save you, but I can play this sweet guitar solo. <laughs> I I like that. That's a great song you've learned. Do you want some money before we die? <laughs> just know what like, he's just. Nah, I'm good. Super cool, man. I love Cool Kane. Cool Kane. <laughs> I want to learn to play the guitar like Cool Kane. I'm here to be cool and kick ass. <laughs> I'm all out of ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's cool the rocks. Cool Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Here's The Rock, who's also a cool interview with Tom's mate, Kevin Kelly. Yay, my friend. Congratulations on costing the... He says... Why have I typed this badly? The Rock says, congratulations on costing The Rock something he cares about and wants the WWF title. But there's more than one way to get a title shot. The Royal Rumble is coming <laughs> Throw up. Throw a bit at Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> the Rock is the one man who doesn't care if he's number one or number 30. He's winning it. And he may not be facing him for the title, but tonight I still want Angle in that ring. Because one night only, The Rock doesn't care about the title because he owes Angle a beating. It's personal now. He's going to personally kick his ass all over San Antonio if you smell what The Rock is slowly cooking. Oh. A really good, serious promo from The Rock by simply not reading silly jokes or testicles. Yes. Yeah. When, when he can Great deliver, effective. he delivers. Um, from The Observer, uh, a, a statement that very much rings true in 2021. People who have seen previews in theatres of Mummy 2 are convinced Rock is going to become a far bigger star outside of wrestling next year than he could have ever been in wrestling. What this means for his long-term WF career is uncertain, as I'm sure they'll be involved in marketing him, and I can't imagine him actually leaving the business, but his days of doing 200 house shows per year may not last much longer. 
He's about to go uh, yep. meteoric. Meteoric? Meteoric. Yeah. He's you cast that in Final Fantasy, would you? But I guess a difficult boss. <laughs> yeah, he's about to cast that. <laughs> he is about to become the cool cane of Hollywood. Yeah. Without a doubt. And it's true. And, and yeah. he's, he is. This is. It was a slow ride because he would do some good films and some misfires. But it was Gridiron Gang, I think. There was a film that came out. It's like, ah, oh, she's The Rock doing a sports film. And that did really well. And people were like, hmm. oh. He's good. Oh, more like that. Right, okay, and then it was hit after hit after hit. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and, this is, and then he becomes the thing. And I'm, what's sad is, like for us, we will get, to, we will from sort of the next from from after WrestleMania, we'll talk about the Rock less and less on the SmackDown review because he will go to Hollywood, and he and this is kind of think on this. This is kind of the the final months of his full time wrestling run that we're going mm. through now. This is really is like he'll come back and do stuff in the summer. And he'll do stuff in 03, and he'll do stuff in like in yeah. 2011. After that, it was just cameo appearances like WrestleMania 20, The Rock and Sock. Yeah. But it's around the 04 period where, again, it was nice hearing Bruce Pritchard talk about this because sometimes he's up against the wall and he has to just go, yeah, whoops. Um, Johnny Ace may or may not have forgotten to re sign The Rock. <gasps> when? In 04. So it's like he was. On a contract or, or something, I guess, until that point. And I was like, oops. So The Rock was like, oh, oh, okay. Guess that's the end of that. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's Imagine. just The Rock. <laughs> Imagine not re signing The Rock. Amazing. I've re-signed Rock. Yeah, well... Don't well, you mean well. resigned? Oh, no, I've made well, a terrible Well, he's not error. here anymore. It's like, well, I'm not going to be now. I'm a smeghead. Oh, jeez. You'd keep him on a What's retainer. that? Hollywood? Sorry, I can't hear you, Johnny. <laughs> Your groveling is just having no effect on me right now. I, I, I'm i intrigued to... Want, I want to know what John Laurinaitis was doing the moment that penny dropped. Like, I like to think he's, he was sitting down about to have some dinner... Like sat on the sofa having some dinner and oh boy, Savaloy. Yeah, he was like, oh, I love Savaloy. And then somebody said, and like on TV, it was like an advert for like uh, win the new the new album by ACDC. Get it signed today at HMV. Get it signed the new rock album. Yeah. <laughs> sign rock sign. Da, so, get it signed da, again. Da, Resign da, Rock. Da, 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 da. And then, da, I can't concentrate that stupid advert on. <laughs> and then he goes, and coming up next, keeping up appearances. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes these are dead obvious. And, uh, and I like it that way. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Until then, Rumble Memory 1997. Yay. Lawler stops commentating to go into the ring and get eliminated after four seconds. <sighs> Annoyingly, they cut out the joke. Because the joke he was says, the best part. They cut out the best bit. I don't know what work experience kid was working on this little segment here, but Lawler goes, it takes a king, takes his headset off. Brett Hart punches him once, has to punch him again because I guess Lawler's out of practice and goes over, goes, Rah! and then puts headset back, goes, to Noah King. <laughs> and then but de- they cut that out. He's just going to get eliminated quickly. It's like, that's the joke. And then denies ever being in the Rumble, doesn't he, for the rest of the <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah. Like, I wasn't in the Rumble. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Might be coming up. Coming up. Anybody could be in the Rumble. You know. Absolutely phenomenal. Kurt Angle is in the ring. And if there's one thing he can't stand, it's a crybaby. 
He wasn't interfering on Raw. He was simply scouting his opponent. But Rock decided to put his hands on me. So I simply, I simply retaliated. Stop whining. You sound like this state. Boo. It's true. Remember the Alamo? <laughs> yeah, but forget other things like showering, holding down a job, and mastering the toothbrush. So, you know what, Rock? Hey, just bring it. <laughs> and we're doing this match already on SmackDown? Oh, boy. Test, yeah. uh, test and or Crash Holly a fuck later on. <laughs> Good luck catching yeah. up with these lads. Rock apparently requested this match be non-title just so he can beat up Kurt. Mm. And so he wastes no time laying the SmackDown and the Raw's War and the Nitro <laughs> and all the other podcasts we do all over Kurt. <laughs> Kurt is able to get the advantage because he was part of Foxcatcher. He's a bit of a wrestler. Mm. Rock gets Kurt on top of the announce table to set up the rock bottom but Kurt reverses, and just like SummerSlam 2000, the table falls out from underneath them. He has awful luck with tables, doesn't he? Yeah, I think after Hang that, on. you'd never want to do that spot ever again. But now it's like, well, okay, it's happening again. But fair play for like just getting on with it and going, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll do it again. Luckily, it's way less dangerous than the last time, and Angle improvises by delivering an Angle Slam on the floor instead. Yeah, so that worked yeah. out all right. Ref makes it up to seven. Looks like Angle's going to win via count now, but Rock sits up. So Angle decides, ah, you know what? I'll beat him up some more. <laughs> Drags him back in. Rock is able to recover, but after a double down, but once he recovers, he kicks Angle in the dick and sets up the people's elbow. That thinks, oh, sod it, and goes for a chair instead. Ref grabs it from him, and Angle grabs him, so Rock gets the rock bottom. Uh, ref stops him again, so he delivers the rock bottom to the referee so he can get a chair, and, oh, wait, here's another ref. He takes another rock bottom. A third one runs in, but runs away once Rock glares at him. And finally, The Rock lands the chair onto Kurt's head. The Rock celebrates with Angle's title. So now he's Stone Cold Rock. Oh, he was. I like Mental Rock. Yeah. I think he was great. It's it, it's nice to have him be serious mm. now and again. That's it. To I show how that, this much means to him. Show his range. And, and here's the thing like, <clears throat> very subtle undertones here of, of a build towards Rock and Austin, how like they are both like very different. But like ment mentality wise, the WWF Championship, they're like, I will do anything to be the WWF Champion. Like I will, that it's all like my only goal is to become WWF Champion. And you kind of get a nice parallel between both Austin and Rock having that sort of laser focus around the Rumble. Yeah. And we know where it goes. Mm. And I think by this point, so many are clamoring for like a Rock Austin match. There's there's already conversations. Well, I think by this point, WWF know that's that's your WrestleMania main event, and they're going to get there. But they're just dropping little things in here that I quite like. That kind of a little bit, a little bit spice, mm. little salt bay. Yeah. But you're right. Sometimes they forget what matters. What is important to wrestlers is that title. Mm. And this rock going. That's the thing that matters to me. For one night, to start that off, just so I can slap you around. And I like views yeah. that are based around that. And the Rumble kind of brings that out in people as well a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's you get reminded like. Oh, that's why I love this, because that's what they want. Mm. I'm motivated from the win. Exactly. Oh, it's good times. No, wait, that's not Stone Cold. It is Stone Cold. He's still in the parking lot, skeet shooting. <laughs> Where is he? I couldn't see him in this shot. I just saw like an empty parking it's lot. like the Predator. <laughs> 1-800-COLLECT presents Austin <clears throat> Regal finish again. Thank you. 1-800-COLLECT. <laughs> it's been three segments with no Stephanie, so we're glad that you showed up. <laughs> Christ. She is everywhere. A limo appears, like Will I Am. A, li a, uh, a limo appears, and camo action, Steve. Forces Steph. You can buy it now along with Missile Assault Austin. 
and Luna Land in Austin and the new pack from Jax <laughs> forces Stephanie out with her running and tripping over shit like she's Michael Myers. <laughs> like he's Michael Myers. I tied that wrong. This, yeah, uh, Austin ah! chasing oh, Stephanie no! was very horror filmish. And good, good, best wishes to the the Joe Gacy lookalike, the security guy who tried to say, Austin, can you not chase a woman around? It's weird to just get, he gets clobbered for it as well. Steph runs to the ring, so she she does. She runs terrified, like ah, oh no, and the crowd's like yeah. Hmm, doesn't work the same as when it's with Vince. And who should show up but Vince McMahon to theater of government investigations into story distribution himself. <laughs> who the hell do you think you are? He tells, tells Austin, apparently he's a pirate now. You've become a maniac, Austin. You're obsessed with becoming WF champ. Because of that, you'd hurt daddy's little girl? Like hell, Austin, you won't touch her because I can give you what you want tonight. The match with Regal, doesn't matter. It was a DQ. It's okay. It's all right. Whatever. No one cares. But if you win tonight versus Undertaker versus Kane in the three-way, you'll face the champ on Raw. But that will only happen if you don't touch my daughter. Austin goes, all right. But didn't say anything about you. Stunner to daddy. <laughs> Stunner uh, me daddy. I uh, <laughs> Stunner me daddy. I think that comes up on Twitter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um I um I like the parallels. I know they're desperate trying to get Steph over as like the next Vince McMahon to the point where like there's parallels of, of her on her knees as Austin's pacing around her akin to Vince in 1998 when there's a photo of Vince on his knees as Austin's got a gun. Bang. And he's bang 316. Very like nice parallels to that. Um, the, the bit that took me out of it a little bit was Stephanie runs to the ring uh, as she's being pursued by Austin through the parking lot and through the backstage area. But then Austin's music hits and he walks out. I kind of get the vibe. Like, he's so angry. Like, I'm going to beat her. I'm going to beat her up. She's run out to the ring. I'm going to beat her. Oh, can you play my music? <laughs> I'm going to go. Can you play that one? The Disturbed one, yeah. That one. It's off the new album, Disturbed Does Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> Have a really fucking Christmas. Um, no, not that one. That it's the one that says Austin brackets new dot waf. Yeah. Play that, you son of a bang. There we go. It's the, yeah. I like that he stopped to cue his music up. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, that bit stood out to me. Yeah, Austin creeping on Steph doesn't work for me. No, because it's like, oh, Steve Austin threatening to hit a woman. That's just not funny with hindsight. Mm. Uh, and at the time, it's like, what are we gonna do? Just beat up Steph? It's like the dynamic doesn't work. I don't want to see. Beat up. I don't want to see Steph on every segment, but I don't no. want to see her her get attacked by Austin either. It's like, no, Vince is fair game. Yeah, such a big ham. But Steph going ah, it's like. <laughs> It's like half the size of him. I don't like it. This week, um, the Boston Globe uh, did an article on Vince McMahon by columnist David Nyam, who named Vince McMahon the man of the year. It's a very tongue-in-cheek column that he wrote. Uh, He said, McMahon is more responsible than anyone for leading leading the culture downward spiral. (laughs) Listing (laughs) (laughs) Listing him ahead of Rupert Murdoch. Ooh. 
Why? Uh, Niam talks about Monday Night Football adding Dennis Miller and slipping into the ratings oh. deep freeze, which was hardly what one could do, call the number four rated show in all the land that dipped 7% this year. This is a Dave Meltzer uh, joint right now, particularly at a time when McMahon's TV shows are slipping in the ratings faster than the NFL's. That went off on a bit of a Meltzery tangent. Yeah. But yeah. the well, idea that. Ratings going down. Yeah, par- right now. Par- I love, I love. There's, there's people at this point saying, "Oh, wrestling's cold at the moment." It's yeah, boiling at the, the moment. First, first three months of 2001. Yep, yep. You said it, pal. Imagine there was a time where people looked at this and went, "Oh, wrestling's not as hot as it used to be." Like, we. Oh my god, my god. Like do, Raw doing five times the number that it does yeah. in 2021. With with half the wrestling on it, <laughs> like just a it's a unri- it's just a ridiculous thing to say that wrestling yeah. isn't hot at the moment. It's boiling. It's funny though. Oh, it's hilarious! It's Over hilarious. Ruba- yeah, the Dennis Miller on NFL thing was so bizarre. Yeah, because he doesn't. He he's Dennis Miller. He's one of those comedians who's like, I know a lot of things, and I'm going to let you know that I know a lot of things. Mm. Well, that's great. Was it you, you quoted like Socrates or something on his first like NFL debut? People like, oh. uh, it's football, Dennis. Yeah, you don't. You got to read the room. I wouldn't on that want one. Will Self doing Soccer Saturday. I don't know. Actually, I think I do. <laughs> well, you would. I wouldn't mind him doing Soccer Saturday. That'd be all right. That. I'll have to get someone to replace uh, poor Jeff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Vince recovers backstage and realizes after that stunner, maybe there should be a guest referee to troubleshoot this main event because God knows you haven't had enough of them these past few weeks. <laughs> I think on Raw and SmackDown and this SmackDown, there's been six guest ref matches. There's a lot, isn't it's there? A bit, okay, it's, it's, right, it's, right. it's a bit of a tried out trope. But never mind that. Stacker 2, Crunch and Munch, and Subway bring you the Hardys and Leader versus the Radicals. Again. <laughs> but before that, Stacker 2. You see the thing Taz put on Twitter? There was a commercial that he filmed with Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos about oh, yes! getting Stacker 2, where it's just accepted that Taz is like part of the mob. Amazing. An associate. He goes, yeah, hey, it's like, it's like something that's some Stacker 2 like competition. We've got those, uh, you know, the, I don't know, Sticker. Sticker 3 coming out. St- sticker 3, forget about it. And it goes, what about you, Taz? And Taz goes, well, I've got my friend Joey Numbers. He knows the stack of two's coming. And there's obviously this truck full of stack of two. And they're like, ah, ha, 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 stack of two. So good. The mob won it. Or whatever the Bruh. tagline was. And I'm like, Taz and Paulie Warner together? Like, I like, yeah, it's now canon that Taz is in yeah. the mob. And Joey Numbers is real. Oh, uh, I like Joey. I, I always like a reference to Joey Numbers. And I'm, not, I'm glad that Joey Numbers is now part of the mob yeah, as well. I didn't realize until doing this and paying that much attention to Taz that he said, so-and-so numbers a lot. Joey numbers a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jo- Joey numbers is the Maris of ah, the wrestling ah. world. Like, always reference, never seen. Yeah. I wonder if there's, a, if there's an expose on who is Joey numbers. Actually, introduced one time. Yeah. One time in a battle royal, it'd be like, and turning the ring the right. It's Joey numbers! Yeah. Mr. X, Dr. X, Joey numbers. <laughs> Mrs. X. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so tonight it's Sutton and Terry versus Matt Hardy and Lita. Wait, I thought Terry could only wrestle the cat legally. <laughs> anyway, Dean interferes early to allow Perry to do not much, to be honest with you. Come on, Perry, T-bone is that something? <laughs> or ribeye or feather blade. <laughs> I'm not picky, just do something. <laughs> Eventually he settles on a DVD and then tags in Terry. 
She accidentally kicks Perry low because she's Terry, uh, which sets up the Frankensteiner off the top, leaving Terry versus Lita. Lita lands the worst spear in recorded history, <laughs> and that is until Edge in 2011. Twist of fate, one, two, ah, here's Dimalenko to pull her out the ring and land a lip lock. Matt somehow misses and hits a crossbody onto Jeff on the outside. And then in the confusion, Lita lands a moonsault, but Dean hits a DDT and pulls Terry's corpse on top of the, the predictable Hardy finish. Oh. These finishes are nice, but we do get them a lot with Hardys. Well, they won, what a cut. Oh, no, they haven't won. Yeah, they come very close on a lot of occasions, and then they just have the rug pulled out from underneath them. This was fine, though. This was all right. Yeah. Nice enough match. Yeah, there's something about the way Lita wrestles. Like, <clears throat> I do I do enjoy watching... Yeah, <laughs> I do enjoy watching Lita wrestle, but there's she's just very... It's the way that she moves sometimes, and sometimes she'll hit these moves that come across as, like, being half-heartedly done. But I, we, but I know it's not, but it looks like it is. Like, that spear was just yeah. very bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It was fine though. I think Dean being a, 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 a sexual predator is is, is a, is a storyline that does not age well. Yeah, if that, that's where it can end as soon as possible, I'm fine because you know, well, any it, any wrestler in that position, it's going to do badly. Well, the brakes put Dean on Dean F in Malenko. <laughs> the Amish have better electricity <laughs> than him. <laughs> that's right. I'm a sexy man, and I want you badly. <laughs> <laughs> I want you. The only thing I want more than you is my release from this company. <laughs> well, yes. the, the, he doesn't get a release, but he gets a reprieve from it from next week. I'm uh, cool, Malenko. <laughs> bow, bow, da, 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 da. That was my theme song. I was in the Horseman. <laughs> you were. I could have been in the Horseman. Yes, you could have been yeah. cool, Kane. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dean... We may have had Rick, but I was the flair. Bow, oh. bow, da, 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 da. Cool, Kane. Malenko. Malenko! Do, do, do. We get confused often. No, do, do, do. Everybody's bored. It's like. <laughs> cool, Dean. Uh, he's... Man of a thousand and one holes. <laughs> he's offering, he's offering a surgery. But anyway. I prefer missionary. <laughs> Just easy on my back. I've not been arrested for many years. <laughs> I'm four foot eleven, not my tippy toes. I'm tired as well. I'm tired. <laughs> too hard, could I just go to bed? <laughs> bow, bow, da. <laughs> Just singing in his sleep. <laughs> I was PWI wrestler night ninety seven. <laughs> anyway, speaking of cool, Cool Kane is interviewed backstage. He's serious because he's so close to winning a title, a chance for all the people who laughed at him and called him a freak. Yeah, they can suck it. <laughs> he doesn't sadly say they can suck it. Yeah, I wish he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win that title. Smoke a cigar. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> that Kane Undertaker. Let, that edit that that uh, blooper from the video they did yeah. was DX. We got two words for you. Go fuck yourselves. That's that's cool, Kane. <laughs> that's cool, Kane, isn't it? That's cool, Kane. Um, yeah, Kane's line here. No man will get between what I want chance for all the people who laughed at me and called me a freak to say I'm WWF champion. Yeah. Even that that whore Tory who we don't see much on TV anymore. <laughs> what happened with that anyway? She's long gone. I think. She's... No, she came back as the, uh, the nin- Ravens Ninja, but that's... I don't think that's ha- that, that hasn't yet. happened yet. No, no, no. That hasn't happened I just remembered. Oh, yeah, her. So she's currently long gone. Who knows when she will return? Yeah. Uh, now, Kane is... We've, we've mentioned it earlier, but Kane is having the ride of his life at the moment. Like... Vroom, vroom. There's so... <laughs> On my motorbike. Cool cane! 
Like he's on he's on a journey at the moment. He's on the fast lane to Coolville, and he's going to have the best rumble he's ever had yeah. in a couple of weeks' time. Like he is the absolute star of a star-studded Royal Rumble. Is is our boy oh, yeah. I'm very I feel very proud. I feel very proud of what we're going to watch in a couple yeah. of weeks' time. Very so just went, You know what? Who who you know who needs reheating? Not ironically, <laughs> Kane. Yeah, it's working. Anyway, here's Doctor Robotnik himself, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Tell us how XFL will be snooping as usual <laughs> into your viewing schedule in one month's time. It's very forced, but I've got to know my audience. Ah, Gorilla Monsoon, snooping as usual, I see. Nailed it. I'm going to watch the XFL. <laughs> Did us draw that Sonic? <laughs> no. I'm going to watch the, uh, 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 make up a name, the Las Vegas Tigers. Pencils. <laughs> oh, the good names were taken. I'm Vegas sorry. Pencils. Go Pencils. <laughs> wow. You could say the Pencils defense needs sharpening, Gorilla. <laughs> uh, how many times are you going to say that line, Jesse? <laughs> that went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> Lead, like the coded nine. I'll let no, no, no Jesse, no no, 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 no. Billy Gunn is here to interrupt XFL, uh, wearing Terry Reynolds gear. <laughs> yeah, why is it flesh coloured? I don't understand. It's weird. Like again, like Billy Gunn is in this weird position. We mentioned it a few times, whereby he can't. He's, we realise how much of his act was just. I'm going to look, shake my bottom for you, because without it, he just feels so anemic <laughs> about that and a tag partner to bounce off yeah like it's, it's his mm. and this is probably his best solo run this is his best solo run yep yep it's a worry yeah he's here wearing the runs gear to take on RTC again <laughs> so I went and watched the new MMA on point video before watching the rest <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down <laughs> I was the this MMA on point this wasn't the mood um, I think it's one of the good ones they keep on putting out ones that are like recap a lot of stuff they've done before like they did one this week about things we that you've got to accept as being an MMA fan I'm like I'm sure we've had these, these videos beforehand about like staying up late lots mm. of videos controversy and all that but then they put some out that are quite good like like give me fights gone wrong and stuff like that I'll watch anything they put out too, oh cool so do you watch MMA on point? I don't actually know I know, I know about certain moments in MMA history because of MMA on point Really, but I've been, it's like how Kevin Owens learned how to speak English by watching episodes of, uh, you know, Action Zone and <laughs> Superstars. I didn't know that. Yeah. It that's says it cool. took him till being an adult before he realized that Slobberknocker was not a real word. Oh, it's a Jim Rossism. Oh, bless. Yeah. I think I've been watching a lot of lately, and it's nothing to do with MMA on point. <clears throat> been watching documentaries and, like, clip compilations of Dark Side Phil. <laughs> Sam was getting into him because mm. I saw the video someone put out because there's a lot of... He's got a very devoted fan base that just love following him and going, what is this man up to? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, detractors. Hate-watching. Like Hate-watching of, of Dark Side Phil and stuff. And I kind of... I, I, I get why people would hate on him. I would go, that's very negative. And then you watch it and go... Oh, this is fascinating. Yeah, I'm, but I'm deeply, I'm deeply fascinated by by Dark Side Phil at the moment. Like, I'm very like intrigued as to like what he will do next, and 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 how he'll get out of this financial sticky situation. And it's it's just I he comes across as a guy that that is doing it and still loves what he does, but is very worn down by the world. How the YouTube 
world changed so much mm. and he didn't evolve with it. And there is there is something commendable to be the sort of guy that goes, I'm gonna just stick to my guns. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna this is how I've always done it. But then there's also it's also a bit of insanity to go, I'm never gonna adopt, adapt, change, learn. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing all the time. Yeah. And and do nothing else. Yep. Just just uh, my thoughts on Dark Side Phil. Thank you. For, for anyone who wanted them. Uh, Good luck and, to and, him. and spend all your money getting a bankruptcy because of uh, WWE Supercard. Yeah, that the was card game. Yeah, and and he, the the constant denial of of any problems yeah. with it, and like constantly saying, "Hey, I don't play WWE Champions anymore." Yet there is lots of like solid evidence that he does. And do you know what? There's part of me that think I would be, I would probably be on side with Phil if he turned around and just went, "Yeah, I actually have got a, a big gambling issue with this game." And and I'm and I'm owning I'm owning it and I'm sorry for it. Mm. I think there would be a resurgence if he was more honest with his failings, whereas he just kind of brushes over them and does what he does. Like hey, I'm nobody. Dark I feel you do you, hun. You do what you need to do. <laughs> Thank you for your thoughts. You, you do what you do. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I've never really faced addiction like like any. Oh, maybe I got really hooked on caffeine a few times in my life, like mm. really hooked on caffeine. But then I was like, I'm, I'm way, way better than I used to be. Yeah. But apart from when I got, wasn't the Supercard, it was Simpsons tapped, tapped out. out. That literally rewired my brain <laughs> and I didn't even realize it. I was setting my alarm for the purposes of waking up at the best time to coincide with Mo uh, having to pick up all the, stuff off his wow. front that was like ele- exactly 11 hours or so so I clicked that and get the most out of it most. and it wasn't until it crashed and then reset everything that I was released from the spell and I realized wait what am I doing uh, it was, it I never was... bought anything but I was very, uh, very tempted a few times but yeah just getting that rush of endorphins and all those things those absolutely like for a brief bit 2017 mm. that was my game of the year so I didn't have enough time to concentrate on other games because I was playing. You just played that all the time, yeah. Click on Homer, go do the thing. There's quite go a lot of Go do the of thing those. to get the other thing to get the thing, and I get that thing. That'll be another thing, and then it's gotcha games. They got so you. it can happen. They got you. Can happen. I, 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 the late, what I've been playing recently is Lemmings. The Lemmings. <laughs> there's a Lemmings sort of gotcha game now, and and it's oh, gotcha game. Kind of, really? is it? Yeah, because you, yeah, because as you go through, you unlock different characters and different things. But like Lemmings, like Lemmings, Lemmings. There's in the okay, game. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, work? and it's it works like a Lemmings game, but obviously it's like if you want to push on through quicker, buy these tools, buy these level ups. I haven't spent any money with it, and I don't intend to. I just want to play Lemmings. I just like the the format of the game Lemmings, and yeah. it's on my phone. But it's I could I could look around that app and I go I get why people lose their minds to stuff like yeah. that I get why someone like like a dark side Phil would lose like his mind and his money to something like WWE Champions because it's so alluring all the time to go hey you're stuck on this level just five quid and you can yeah. get this oh that's just that's all right and and you can do it in a couple of clicks and then you're away yeah. and then um, I get why people fall down those rabbit holes I do get it I do get it. Speaking of that, okay, one brief thing. We'll go back to this exciting ah, Billy no, Gunn match. No panic. Did you see because of the, because it's Billy Gunn's fault this dungeon? Yeah, right. Because of there being so many 
like uh, movie related t- uh, DLC for games, like more combat's gone crazy with them having leather facing free crew. Yeah, that other games getting into it, but I guess because there's so many different franchises that have been taken by other games, Call of Duty, their MMO, yeah. I couldn't believe... I had to go online and just confirm what I'd seen with my very own eyes. Donnie Darko as an assist. I went, what? And I went, specifically, the, like, the, is it Frank the Rabbit? I think I forget his name. Frank the, the Rabbit, Rabbit, yeah. yeah. From yeah. Donnie Darko. And he's like, summons, and it creates like a time warp thing. It's very vaguely related to the film, and then like a bunch of plane stuff lands on your thing and kills you. I went, Donnie Darko. How very random. I'm like, that's so... All right, like... The weirdest thing. <laughs> went, down the the only... went down the list. Went down like, all right, they're all taken. Chucky's with WWE. Malkart's um, got nearly all of them. Mm. Uh, all the ones are way too expensive. Donnie Darko. Kids love that. <sighs> the last the last person who got an assist from Donnie Darko was Gary Jules. Hey. <laughs> hey. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a weird one. But then I guess, I guess you know, to mention uh, Gary Jules, his version of Mad World... I think that's coming back again because I'm seeing a lot of TikToks that use the, that use the sound. Oh. So I wonder whether, because that song's coming back and it was a very iconic soundtrack to that film, mm. whether the film might make a little bit of a, a comeback. I really like the first one. I've not watched it in years. I know they did a, a sequel. Did they? Yes. Well, I God. know the sequel exists. I know. Oof. On, okay. I'm going to look this up. Then we'll Donnie Darko 2. Dark Harder. With music by Disturbed. I don't know why. <laughs> While you're looking at that, I'll do the next match. S. Darko. Starko. <laughs> That's what it looks like, Starko. <laughs> Starkers, he's naked. 3.6 out of 10 from IMDb. That's good. 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> Starko. God, that looks... It's a very, very... That looks very Darko. bad. <laughs> anyway, back to... Uh, I, really ty- I literally typed in it. Okay, I'm back. It's Venus versus Gun as Billy continues to be the <laughs> RTC hunter. Like Kazarian and AW, in case you forget what you meant by this, Matthew, Past Matthew says. <laughs> Past Matthew, unlike Camry, the camera can be brought up. <laughs> Gun lands the famous a quick and Venus kicks out, which is weird until you realize that's no longer his finisher. It's changed it. Venus takes Gun outside and whips him into the steps, and Gun absolutely eat shit going over it. <laughs> it was awesome. There's no way he intended to take this crazier bump wrestling Venus, but he has had no choice but to take it. Mm. Say, one, two. Oh, I'm way taller than I think I am. <laughs> like, mankind would have been happy with this bump. Incredible. Incredible. Tilt-a-will, which is what I used to call a twilt-a-will. <laughs> what do you call it? A twilterwill. Tilterwill or twilterwill. Tilterwill. Tilterwill. I used to call it twilterwill. Oh, bless without you. Without even realizing I was calling it the wrong it's definitely thing. Definitely tilterwill, though. Definitely tilterwill. Defo tilterwill. Twilterwill can work because the noise. Twilterwill. But it is tilterwill. Gets to. Venus tries a dirty pin, but the referee spots it. That's what I call it now after the W games. Gun lands a sleeper slam, but Ivory distracts Stephen. What? Ivory distracts, comma. Stephen. Kick connects, and Venus wins a match, most notable for Gunn eating shit. <laughs> Gunn gets his heat back by calling himself Mr. Ass and teaming with Road Dog. I mean, attempting to power drive Ivory before Steven interferes and gets back up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> a run of a lifetime, just... you said. 
Yeah, Billy Gunn versus Val Venus. Like this is 1999 all over again because it was it started it's almost 98. Yeah, it's almost yeah. These two just keep uh, finding each other. Starcross lovers finding each other. Like, yeah. Backstage, Vince asks Steph to cut the sleeves off his ref gear. He can't wear a ref shirt with sleeves, which I think is a nice little bit there. Yeah. Vince then lets Trish oil up his back. Oof. And they talk about massages and holidays. Oh yeah, so the so Trish says, "How was your holidays, Mister McMahon?" And he says, "Oh, my holiday, I think, was very much like yours." The 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 point being, <laughs> in, in case you missed it, they spent all Christmas shagging. <laughs> That's basically oh. the the Steph's like what? Uh, <laughs> Trish, what? Trish tries to suck up by talking about test. And Steph's like, <laughs> Steph's like, lol, test, can't even figure out. Spectacular Sparky is currently buyable for £11.39 on Steam. Probably Switch as well, but don't buy games there because I haven't yeah. travelled much. Featuring the voices of Tom Campbell, Takahata101, and some other people that I don't DM in real life. Trish is like, yeah, that dummy doesn't realise it's a wonderful tribute to the 16-bit platform era of gaming. Action-packed platform with wacky characters, explosive weapons, and boss battles to treasure. Also, I'm fucking your dad. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank Trish. Thank, I will thank Trish. Very kind yeah. of Trish to plug Spectacular Sparky. Yeah, Spectacular Sparky. It is available now on Steam and Switch. That's right. Please play it. It's brilliant. Buy, also, on, buy on both. We played it. We played on Triple Jump. So yeah, yeah. Tell, tell the SP it's a gotcha game. I'm watching by three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not addicted. Um, I played it on the Triple Jump Twitch stream you on did. Friday. Oh, and you know what? And and it's. This is going to sound like paid advertising. I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, if the game was shite, I probably just wouldn't talk about it. But it's no, no. so good. Tom, if I was in a in video game, I'd make sure to plug it on all my yeah, available yeah, sources. Know, well, know, go but, go but, nuts. I know, but I would. I I want to make sure that people like. Obviously, I'm very flattered to be in the game, and if it was shit, I wouldn't talk about it. But I want to talk about it because I think it's brilliant. Mate, if I was in a shit so game, so good. I still, yeah, we still talk about it. I just wouldn't. So, Tom, I was like, oh, it's shit. Oh, the game's awful. <laughs> It's fucking awful, but this is not cheers. a good plug here, Tom. We appreciate oh, your honesty. No, it's a it's a great game. It's it's if you if you are of a certain vintage, it's a bit Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a bit Gunstar Heroes. It's a bit Rocket Knight Adventures. It's like music oh, to my ears. It's lo- it's it's great. It's so much fun, and it, and, and there's a wonderful sense of humor to it all. I like you can tell what they're going for with the description: boss battles to treasure. Uh, Treasure, dynamite, heady, yeah, soldier, no, soften. <laughs> and the artwork, I was, uh, I was so excited. Again, who does the artwork, Tom? Oh, the artwork. So uh, Sam Beddoes, like myself and like Matthew, massive fan of Sonic the Comic in the UK. Um, and the artwork for Spectacular Sparky is by a guy called Richard Elson, mm. who was one of the main artists on Sonic the Comic. And he is basically a recluse these days, is Richard Elson. Like he doesn't, he, he very rarely does any work that he doesn't need to do. I think, oh. I think, I think, I think he he jumped on a TV that contained a lot of fuck you money, and, <laughs> and he's and that's where he's gone now. Um, but he he you know, Sam said, look, what are the chance of doing this? And the the artwork is sublime. It's beautiful, and it's just really a nice is. little. Oh, it's when I see it every time, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Sam Beddoes, you're a gorgeous human being. I'm so happy for I'm just buzzing. For, he won't listen to this because he doesn't like wrestling. But I'm just buzzing for my mate Sam. I think he's, he's done such a wonderful job with the game. It's been years in the making. And it's so good. And I'm so happy to see so many people talking so positively about it. 
Always room for more. Buy it loads so Sam can make more games. Send him back down the video game mines in Wigan <laughs> with Bulldog to make more of the games. I am available for voiceover, by the way. If you enjoyed my work, I am available for voiceover. It's, uh, my, my email address is in my Twitter bio. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> there we go. Following that, Undertaker gives a very boring interview. It's quite boring. That's it. Uh, so if you're feeling froggy, get hit by a car. <laughs> Insane like that. If you're w- feeling froggy, lick my back. <laughs> froggy? WF No Mercy. Oh, froggy. The- WF No Mercy, the game, brings you the raw replay. Trish distracting test and costing him the IC title. Ah, He'd have just cost himself just fine. Do we do we not appreciate um, the, the the line slam of the week brought to the, presented by No Mercy? It don't get no better than this. Very true. It's the best wrestling game ever. Do we not appreciate the fact that the slam of the week presented by No Mercy is test? <laughs> oh, everything's come Steph! full circle. They've put me in the No Mercy advert. I'm getting beaten up. Click, click, click. <laughs> Getting beaten, get losing as himself versus Triple H. <laughs> Test getting <Perfect>. owned. <laughs> but you, you hear this? Pathetic. <laughs> and when it comes to that episode of Raw, or episode of SmackDown, where they were, where he was playing it as himself losing to Triple H, and then does it come back from break and it's a different match? Like he rage quit it. I want to play someone else. <laughs> And that's the thing where people are playing video games going, yeah, yeah, it's really intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the outside, in the inside, it's like, I can't believe I can't even beat him in fiction. Even in the game, I can't yeah. beat him. If Tess wrote a fan fiction about him and Steph, Triple H would still be with Steph. <laughs> and here's Test on Yay! SmackDown. So absolutely no reaction. His music because, back. Yeah, because it's the match before the main event. And he's also been a heel for months. And no one cares if he's back to his old theme or that Albert hates him. He he, he hasn't changed any of his uh, any mannerisms or anything like that. He he walks like a heel, he moves like a heel, but he's not a heel yeah. apparently. Plus, when a heel turns on a heel, that's not a face turn. No, it's true. I was, I think a lot of people assume that that's a face turn. Yes, but many times like, oh, he's getting his revenge. I'm like, I'll go. I don't care if you drive off. See Cool Kane too, Cool Harder, as far as I'm concerned, Paul. Albert and Trish, ta, head out with Albert wearing an enormous WWF Attitude shirt, the kiss of death. Anyway, Trish get sorry, Trish got Vince off, so Albert has the night off. Oof. So Test is facing Rikishi, who also gets no pop. Tough crowd. Like I said, having Rock Angle so early kills this show. Mm. Albert and his terrible shirt distract Test with a copy of Gaming Secrets Revealed. Hey, Test, this will show you how to get out the jail, the jail cell at Grim Fandango. <laughs> Damn it, Albert, come back. I need that. I've been dropping the site for hours. <laughs> Rikishi gives a big belly to belly and leg drop to Test, but Test recovers and goes outside to get the tiny book that you got free with a copy of Games Master magazine. <laughs> Trish and Albert, ta, distract a few times to no pop, with Rikishi finally ending it with the ass. Some lovely bumps from Rikishi, but no one cares when two heels split up. Albert taunts him some some more. You'll never figure out what to do with the Doom books in Resident Evil 1 now. Ha ha ha. Before Rikishi splats test. A complete waste of time and reality, but gives this podcast complete waste much of needed time fodder. and reality. Not just time, but the concept of reality is lost on it. Time bends around test. 
<laughs> he is he's a vacuum at this point, isn't he? Like and I'm it just always break I know we don't help matters <laughs> by just ragging on him all the fucking time. Yeah. But it still breaks my heart because there's no reason apart from the talent and the lack of charisma that he can't be a top guy. I like that you said it's he's like a vacuum. I just imagine Test with his vacuum going, I don't know what how do how do I put do I... That's better I was gonna say. I was gonna say he's like, but how do I it's only a plug in the socket. It's like, where's where's the manual? Looks out the window as Albert. Ha, 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 ha. He looks back, looks back and oh silly yeah. Where's this? Where's the vacuum gone? Triple H running out the room with it. Oh, not again! He takes all my stuff. Triple H marries vacuum <laughs> manual and Vegas. <laughs> Doing the voice for it. I do. Yeah, I do. I'm I like, do. whatever. I do hate fucking Test. Why are you slacking him off in your wedding vows? Oh, bless him. He kept, I... he kept ignoring Tom's instructions on Sparky. <laughs> Oh no! Um, he just he, like there, there's he the said he bur- could buy it off Steam, so he, <laughs> he boiled his kettle. <laughs> Hello, where's the go? Okay, I've been trying to get the game out of the Steam. I keep burning my eyes. <laughs> Ah! Jamming ten dollar notes <laughs> on the front. <laughs> Even I know that's not how you do it. Chilled on those stupid Kane. I test you fucking idiot. That's right, right, right. Stupid Kane doesn't know he's stupid because he knows test. <laughs> yeah. When stupid Kane thinks you're a fucking idiot, oh, there's a God. problem. Is stupid test the new one? I think stupid test might. Just, no, just test. Just- Stupid test. I don't know if this is a smart it's a re- test. A regular test. Yeah, regular normal test. No Aww. friends, no manual test. <laughs> Seen the title screen of many of his favorite games. Main event time. Kane versus Undertaker versus Austin with no sleeves Vince. Careful, he's ruffled. What? In bulk form. That doesn't make any sense. Undertaker is serious and he heads out with no mobility scooter. But no one told anybody else because they've all put the steps up, ready for his bike. <laughs> Not sure what happened there. It's all punch, punch, punch to begin with from the Brothers of Destruction. Austin gets the dick to mouth on Kane. And he's like, whoa, I don't want to see that shit, my own brother. Uh, he shoves Kane at the corner post. Vince is simply at ringside, by the way. Yes, he's, he's, he's a troubleshooting he's referee. He's a troubleshooting referee, which means he doesn't do anything until he has to. Yes. Undertaker gets a dick to mouth. So that's a full house for Austin. Uh, Kane lands the land on my feet clothesline. Undertaker gets the crappy DDT where he goes, wee, and then does it. Then we get a weird bit where Undertaker sets up Kane for the last ride. And I think Undertaker was supposed to duck Austin uh, as he comes along. However, Undertaker doesn't really duck because he's not in the position. So instead, Austin just careens past him and into the referee for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a mess. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, no, I'm being repelled via magnetism. <laughs> the referee has a plate in his head. <laughs> That's a very weird bit. Anyway, Austin stunners Kane and goes to the pin because he's dumb and has no hair. <laughs> Vince prevents another referee coming in, but when Austin looks up, he counts himself, but it's only two. Vince begs off going, hey, hey, it's not my fault he kicked out. Undertaker gets the choke slam on Austin and then slams Kane too. 
Uh, Rikishi waddles out to superkick Undy because they're feuding. Chokes down to Rikishi. Always nice. And then Undertaker takes the stunner with Austin getting the one, two, three. Vince counted the pin. Huh. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That was uh, an interesting thing. And the, the, the end is Vince teaser. going, I did count three. I did count the three. Yeah. So, which means Austin gets to face a champ on Raw, this upcoming Raw, mm-hmm. uh, with the ratings will no doubt plummet, thanks to that one article. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it means they needed a tainted referee to beat Kane. Yeah. So, that, so that takes a little bit of... Uh, that, that, again, puts Kane over in defeat, which I really like. Yeah, yeah this is so... I, I don't... Are we, are we sowing the seeds? Early for the Austin and Vince alignment? I don't think this is. See, I think this is something different. People have said that there were little ummings and errings before the Austin heel turn mm. that we just didn't realise. And other people have gone, that's path. You're fan wanking. Mm. That's not really a thing. I'm interested in the next few weeks to see if that's true or not. Because the idea is at the moment that Vince is back and he's being fair. And that's a, a sort of thing that he's pushed like as he, he, almost like he's a almost like a not a baby face or a heel, just an authority at the moment. So like he's just he's making bad guys wrestle matches they don't want. He's making good guys wrestle matches that they want. So it seems like he's kind of reset his personality a little bit mm. at the moment. But obviously, well, I guess you can't have evil Vince and evil Steph. It's like how does that even work? It's been mm. much of a muchness. So well, it's all right though. What yeah. was something that you remembered from this week? From this week of SmackDown, I remembered. What did I remember from this week? I remember. I remembered. I remembered the um, the Rock and Angle match. No, actually, no. I, I remembered that, but I think the big thing I remember is is Vince counting Austin's three. I remember I, that. I remember, <clears throat> I remember that standing out to me because, like, it was like, why did Vince? Why did Vince do the right thing? Like, and so I that got me intrigued. That got me hyped, and then obviously we're getting. Angle and Austin and Raw because of it, and so I remember thinking, "Oh, that'd be fun!" And oh my god, it's a it's a it's it's a hidden treasure of Monday Night Raw that Angle Austin match from January. That, yeah. Oh my god, it's I remember so the, good. See, I remember that more than anything else that's happened on this episode. Mm. Uh, in prepping what I thought was today's show, <clears throat> I've I've I watched that match, and oh, just everyone's great. Austin's on fire. Angle's at his best. Jim Ross calls a, some yeah. of the best work of his of his I career. Oh God, it was great. So I'm looking forward to talking a bit more about that next week. But I remember the pinfall that preceded it, which mm. was here, counted by Vince McMahon. What's something that you forgot? What, but something that you remembered? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll say the Rock Angle match. Yeah, I don't remember much else about the this Great Exploding episode. Table. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> I probably rewound that a few times as a kid, going, "What happened there? That wasn't supposed to happen." No. I'll have no influence on me later on in life. But they styled it out fairly well. They did. They did. Do you know what's something that I forgot? Go on. Uh, I wanted to be proactive and help you and your little work you do here. Oh, bless and you. And I messaged RJ City to say, hey, are you interested in um, doing a video with oh. us and stuff? And he went, oh, what would it be? Oh, uh, we're watching along with the Rumble. And as I typed it out, and I just thought and went, doesn't he already work for WWE? Hang on, let me a quick Google. Sorry about that, RJ City. I forgot that you literally do watch long stuff for WWE. <laughs> and he went, did you forget like the entire last year? And I went, can we just forget we had this conversation? <laughs> this has not gone well for Aww. me at all. Oh, I appreciate so, it. So you're welcome for me being so proactive. I appreciate it. That was a good effort. I'll try and use my energy to someone else. 10 on 10. 10 on 10. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll try and get a guess. I mean, like, 
we if may, we don't get one, it's fine. We'll get somebody to watch the Rumble with us. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be. I'm sure either Sam from the Classic Nitro Review or Jackins from the Classic. He was Raw good last review. time. Oh, great fun, great fun. Jackins from the Raw. I think we had class. that little bit that went on for a bit. They seemed to join in. All those bits went on for a bit. <laughs> All our bits never end. They, they never end. They, they are. They are much of a much like less. SmackDown. They never end. But what was something that you forgot? Regal's absolute <laughs> shoo-in at the start was something I'd forgotten. And the wonder of watching it again was great. I thought, I really liked that bit with Regal just getting a paste in. Just dead Regal. Th- getting thrown, hoyed off the limo and the crashing into the beds. Twatted proper with a lead pipe. Oh, bled like a bugger. Carted out. Like, I remember I thought Regal was great there. And, I, you know, could, shame, shame you didn't see Austin in his camouflage. No. Could have all been avoided. Uh, what, yeah. have you, what about you? What have you I forgotten from this week's Everything episode? Everything else. Everything from this show. It's quite a forgettable I about, show. I forgot about Vincent Mann's little bit where it's like, I'm going to be good to Austin. Mm. I'm goody muckbad. Whereas Steph's baddy muckbad. So you forgot at this yeah, point yeah, they were right. kind of turning the wheels a little bit. Yeah. The but you know what? You know what this baby want to do? Watch next week's episode to see where it goes. And that's part of the fun, isn't it? It is. That's what we were doing doing Mm. next week. And that's what we're doing next week. Uh, If you are listening to this. Unless, of course, there's any interview like uh, Drew McIntyre coming up or something. We did Drew already. (laughs) Oh, oh, big league. Cool Tom's just showing up. Oh, hey, cool Tom. Which I didn't interview WWE champion. Already done it. Done it, mate. Completed it, mate. Yeah. Cool time. And a shitload of sugar. <laughs> I'm buzzing. I'm going to have to run home after this podcast. <laughs> Good God. Now I remember why I don't drink this stuff. Oh, my Lord. And until we are next running together, he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. <laughs> we are at Coltolic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. Go Pencils. Love you. Bye. Cool cake. Play us out, Cool Kane. Okay. Buy Tom's game on Steam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 